When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Today we have a great Friday episode, no matter what my co-host thinks. Uh, we do a really fun interview, so it's... It was okay. I think it was okay. Can you just, like... No, because I've told you numerous times, so when I get here, I want to start right on time, and then there was issues with the whole thing, and then there was no LaCroix in the fridge. Like, but, what? It's a, supposed to be a studio. It's not even that great. Can't you cut me a little slack? I'm just trying to... Also, I don't, don't care. Just... You've been here all day. You could have prepared the whole time I was on my way here. But I have things to do. I'm stressed out. But I just want to know why, how come I always have to waste all my time because you can't get your shit together. Meepo, I'm trying, and maybe uh, we can do this not in front of the microphone so that we don't... Well, I mean, we could just edit it out, but anyway. I'm going to go. I'm out. Literally leaving? Actually leaving? Meatball. We have... And I don't want to hear it from you neither. We have a show to do. I know, but listen. I have specific demands, and they're not even that hard. It's fresh water. Maybe sometimes a little paella. Do you not want to do this show with me? No, let's quit. I quit. Isn't it time to start signing contracts? I'm not signing this one. I'm done. April Fools! Wow. When I said let's do a skit. I committed to acting. Well, you know I'm back in acting classes via Zoom. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. But we do talk about Zoom acting classes. On today's episode, we have an amazing interview with Roddy and Joey from Man on Man. This is a super fun episode, and we thought we'd give you a little drama up front for a little April Fools. Yeah, and Roddy was in Crocs. Joey was. Yeah. Hi, Joey. Hello, Joey. Sassy little gay. Okay, enjoy the show. Forever Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536. Shut up! <laughs> 9180. Our email is slimy at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you soft, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw. I'm Meepaw and that's Big Dipper. Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw. Hi, Meepaw. How are you feeling? I'm feeling wonderful. You're amped up because it's morning. I'm cranked. <laughs> Did you have coffee? I'm having it right now. I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> well, listen, we're back in the studio again. I know you were feeling nervous about coming up here, but it's actually quite an easy commute for you. It is very fast. It only took me 15 minutes today. Oh. oh, and I was thinking about this when I left. But I did have to leave my house. Okay, well, I was gonna say I was thinking about this when I left the house. I was very thrilled to uh, open the fridge, put my little lunch in the bag, get my water bottle together. I felt productive. I haven't felt that way in a long time. I think for you, it's nice because you can separate your home from like where you do your work. Correct. But see, at my home, I already in my house separate where I do my work and my home, so it feels like I already have an office. Well, this is a perfect transition to our guests because these two Who's do not transitioning. 
these two do not separate anything from their lives. It's all completely intertwined. Oh. Yes. So today we have special guests on the show, Roddy and Joey, who uh, collectively as artists make up man on man. Hello, Roddy Hello. and Joey. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hello and welcome to Los Angeles. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having Thanks us for here. Having us. Now you both well, where do you come from when you come from? Your, what's your neighborhood that was 15 minutes from oh. away? Los Feliz. All right. And you're Highland like, Park. Highland Park. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Understood. Now, where do you live? <laughs> I live in New York, but I grew up here in Los Angeles. Oh. I grew up Hancock Park, and then I lived in Silver Lake for a lot, a lot of years. Oh, I love Silver Lake. Silver Lake's cute. For our listeners. Oh, right, right, Because right. you both have silky, velvety voices. Do you want to identify yourself so our listeners can calibrate to who's talking? Yeah, it's funny. You know, when we started shows with uh, Dipper on this last run, he was like, the first thing he said was like, do you guys talk alike now because you've been spending so much time together? I didn't clock that, that we sound alike. But this is Roddy. This is my voice, Roddy's voice. <laughs> and this is Joey. No. Y- no. Yes, Joey. No, this is Joey. <gasps> huh? Yeah, Hi, that'll, make your, that'll make your gooch snap. <laughs> What's up? It's tight. You think we sound alike at all? I think cadence. I don't think so. I think, oh, cadence, I think you have a yeah. similar cadence, yeah, yeah, but yeah. no. Different voices. For it's sure. not just a gay thing. It's like a, a couple thing. The cadence. I would if probably you were, similarity. If, if it was a gay thing, we'd all sound like me, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> definitely. Isn't it funny? Like, I think I sound totally gay. Like, remember the first times when you heard yourself recorded when yes. you were a child? That was such a disturbing child. Oh, I had yeah. a camcorder when yeah. I was young, and I loved it, and I loved filming people, but I always loved being behind the camera, and the few times it got turned around, I was like, mm-hmm. where I is know. the nearest bridge? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing yourself was so disturbing as right? a child. Yeah. Like, why do I sound like a little girl? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. y'all make music now, so how did you get over that? <laughs> You just like listening to your voice all the time now? You know, it's been a long journey for me. I don't know. It was a lot of reckoning. Like when I was younger, I played in a really boy, boy, heavy, aggro, masculine band. So that was a stretch, you know? But I found my way in it. Now with us, with what we do now, Man on Man is such a gay, positive, like gay experience is sort of like all natural. We can just be who we are. It doesn't matter. Like it's funny because like, yeah, the first time you hear yourself talk, is the equivalent of hearing yourself sing for the first time, too. It's, like, right. mortifying. Well, Meatball thinks she sounds like God's gift to music. No, I'll admit when it doesn't sound good, but I've been hitting the notes lately. Yeah, I think that I'm trying to get back into the studio, Mama. Yeah. Do you think we, we should set up some vocal coach? Some, like, uh... Yes, but every time I say that to Michael, he's always like, why? And I was like, so I can sing better? No, and he's like, do it. But do what's it, the goal? It. And I was like, I want to sing. It's also good to just have, like, yeah. a well-worked instrument. Yeah. yeah. You got to take certain... care of your voice. Yeah. And yeah. if you want to do it, hurt, it, too. It helps. It only helps. Yes. To be working on your craft, your voice, to make it sound better. Your and craft. if you've never Absolutely. done it... Come on, craft. Yeah. If you've never done it, too, like... Because I'm an amateur in terms of, like... I don't. I'm not learned. I didn't go to like you know. I didn't take theater. Yeah, you're not learned. You just pronounced it learned. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I, but like we were talking like actually like yesterday or two days ago. It was like we should just take voice lessons because 
we don't like there probably are proper ways to cool down after a show mm. oh, or yeah. something like that like it's, we don't have any it's tools not a patty melt no <laughs> no usually it's a patty melt and then cocaine and <laughs> right that's how you come down after a show yeah. so i want to just back up again for our listeners just so that we're very clear and what we're talking about is the two of you have a band uh-huh. you're in a band collectively together called man on man mm-hmm. and give us the backstory on yeah, how the band you? happened well, it started, um, so at the very beginning, like, remember March 2020, like, when it was, like, when everything was hitting, like, the, the fan, all the shit was hitting the fan, we, uh, <laughs> his mom wasn't doing well, and so it was, like, remember the chaos of, like, they might even close state borders, like, who yes. knows what's gonna happen, Yeah. and, like, my mom had just passed away, like, six months before this, and so I was, like, kind of pushing him a little bit, like, okay, if they do close state borders and you had to be anywhere... Like, you want to be next to your mom. Because she wasn't doing, like, terribly. It was just sort of, like, things were happening with her. Right. And it was like, let's just be next to your mom. And his family's in California. Most of them are in L.A. And it was like, let's just go. to. And also, by the way, two less people in New York City is probably a good thing for the city. (laughs) (laughs) And so we, like... We were talking about it, and then the very next day, we like rented a car, and the day after that, we we drove across the country. And I had just, I'm, I was working on like a my like solo EP. He was gearing up to do dates with his other band, Faith No More. So he was in rehearsal mode. I was sort of like post studio, but I was going to be going back. So I brought my guitar with me. Like we're like, we got to pass the time, quarantine, whatever. His parents have or his family has a beach house in Oxnard. That's where we were going to go to quarantine for a couple of weeks before okay. we saw his mom. Uh, smart. But in the middle of like driving, like in through Texas, he was like, "Why don't since we're going to have gear at the house, why don't we just start making music together just to pass the time?" And that's kind of the inception of it all. Was like Roddy just being like, "Let's just make music and maybe we'll like share it with our friends." Right. That mm-hmm. was the whole beginning of it. Now, an important aspect of that, though, too, like, I mean, where we all were at that point in the pandemic in March, it was so unknown and so panicky. Yeah. And I just like hearing you talk about that, like me, where I was at that point, leaving New York in March, I was so scared and just panicky and just like felt so out of sorts. It was such a crazy place to travel in like also like traveling across the country was really yeah. spooky yeah. and driving scary it was like zombies it was like the road it was so scary like yeah. at that point like masks were looked down on like no one knew what was going on oh yeah and we were I such a, about that yeah because remember they were like don't wear don't masks wear them yeah save it for the medical community yeah. And it was like, and then we like would, but then but my, my, point, my point is we were scared. It was right, coming right. from like, so, so we started writing these songs in that uh, house that Joey's talking about, the beach house, but it came from a place of totally just like panicky and scared and coping. Yeah. And was that the first time, cause obviously, you know, your boyfriends mm-hmm. and you're both musicians on your own and you have your own sort of artistic path. Was that the first time that you decided to collaborate on something artistically? Yeah. Was it hard? Your dicks? What are you talking about? We were super to collaborate <laughs> together because I know that like me and solid. my yeah, yeah. Baby, yes. we were fucking in the studio. We oh, were. I just know that when me and my boyfriend try to like work on something together, it's like Sorry, always your what life partner. Thank you. Um, it's always a little bit. It's like iffy at the beginning because we're trying to like read each other out and like what we expect from it. Yeah. So did it feel like that, that was... or was it just like right into it? Well, it was right into it only in the sense of like, let's just like, he had, what's really cute because at, at this house, 
is this little upright piano, which is a piano that he learned to play piano on. Like, mm -hmm. so it's a really cute childhood kind of piano. So we had that and we, and I had acoustic guitar that I had bought last time we were there, like this cheap, like $120 guitar. So we were just jamming. So it wasn't hard. Like there was no, there was no self-awareness in the room of what right. we were doing. It wasn't like, and there were okay, no now we're going to make songs and oh, then we're yeah. going to put them out. It was just like, we're just passing the time. Oh. The stakes were very low and they didn't really, no kind of like ambition entered the room until we started making like bigger songs. Like we put out a song called Daddy was our first song, but before we put it out, we were started like, we had written these like really like self-reflective, introspective, quiet songs. Cause we were like freaked out. Like the yeah. music that was very somber because we just made this trek across country and it was so crazy. And then once we started getting loud, it was like, oh, this is becoming kind of, it's like shaping up to be man on man. Um, but it did turn into crazy buddy yes. pets yeah. in a way that uh, we never ooh, had before. Ooh, yeah. I love a fight. Yeah. It was yes. like, yeah, I mean, writing music or even making creative decisions together as a couple is so different than any other sort of communication. Yeah. It was so weird. Like all of a sudden it became, and two gay men, honestly, it was like kind of like <laughs> an aggressive male power struggle sort of thing. Uh. I will speak for myself, but I am like come from bands where I have to like fight for my opinion and push it in a way. Yeah. And as a couple, we'd never made decisions like that. We never had to like make those kind of like no. creative decisions together. So initially it was like a whole new form of communication that we had to jump into that we were not comfortable with at first. And we were like, Joey was like, maybe we, I, both of us said, maybe we shouldn't do this. But it was also like, maybe, <laughs> it was like, but it was like, maybe we don't do this because like, it was also, what are we doing? So like, why fight for why it? Are like, we, yeah, what's the end? Like, yeah. What do we, what do we yeah. mean we're talking about like, this should come here and this part should sound like, like, what are we doing though? What does it matter? Yeah, like, so that was kind of the, the core of it. <laughs> Just the futility yeah. of it all. You're like, like yeah. why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, yeah. are we, is this a music project now? Because before, like three days ago, we just were making music. Yeah, and three it, days ago, you were at the Sitco filling up the car, going like, yeah. here's a melody. Yes. But also bringing in visuals, too, is a whole other different element, because yeah. then it's a different form of communication yeah. and a different representation and different things are at stake. And all of a sudden, like, how are things looking? And then we really got into shit. Well, that. That, and that, when we put out Daddy, that was when kind of this like, oh, if we're going to put it out, well, what does this all mean now? What what does the video look like, and what is the song? What is the first song we want to share with people? Again, what just we were gonna just put it yeah. out with friends, like just, right. But but once there was like, oh, people are gonna hear this. That is the introduction to like the heated discussions or the sort of like, I need to go take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> and all you we go should, take a walk. Uh, incorporate the I need to go take a walk. I need to take a walk. I need to take a walk is perfect. Yeah. I had a, uh, I've been doing therapy on the road and that's what my therapist said yesterday. Like I was talking about we were at the show the other night and at one point, like whatever, I had, I needed some Roddy time. And he was like, that's perfect. That's such a good decision you made. I applaud you. And I was like, I clocked that. I was like, you're right. That's really important in a heated moment. Take a walk and just Wait, spend what some happened? alone time. <laughs> just yeah, tell, us, just tell me what happened. It was like, you know what it was like? I mean, I didn't tell you this, but Joey's good friends, best friends are here. And uh -huh. He hasn't seen them for a really long time. So we're all sitting at a table outside and they're getting into their banter. They have a history uh -huh. and oh, they yeah. have a thing. And I was just like just off stage and I'm totally soaking, sweaty, gross, and kind of tired and just feeling like I don't have, also I felt like I had nothing to contribute to the conversation. Mm. Also because they're a tight-knit threesome, yeah. Joey yeah. and his best friends. And I, I was just like, 
I gotta get out of here <laughs> to myself. I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, which is so smart. It's like t- self preservation. Having it's boundaries. really, it's yeah, yeah, you boundaries and away. just like yeah, knowing you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's important. Well, speaking of you boundaries, too. why don't we take a break? I gotta take a walk. <laughs> Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus... 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
And we're back. Can you do it? Do you guys know Wicked? Now, Joey listens okay. to the pod. Like, it, it is so mind-melting to be sitting in the room watching you do this, because I've heard you do that. That was an okay one. For, <laughs> I've done better. Actually, you know what? Your sustain was really good. Like, it was really A strong. The note was... But here's the, where's the The note was held, you know? Like, it was good. And it, I, that's the first thing I said to me about today. I was like, it is so bizarre to see you. And, like, because I've heard your voice so much... As I'm making my morning cereal and coffee, like, you know, listening to Sloppy Seconds. So. Oh, well, thank you. I'll take that as a yeah. compliment. What cereal well, are you eating? Are you eating tricks? I eat Kashi Go because it's got 12 grams mm-hmm. of fiber mm-hmm. and a coffee, and that is all I need to get things Fruit. moving and grooving. Oh, yeah, I put blackberries, blueberries, and raspberries on it as well. It's a good morning. If anybody, if any gays out there want to be nice and clear and tidy, just have Kashi go. Oh, you're talking about poop fruit. so fast on the yeah. show. Yeah, that was a yeah. quick one. <laughs> Do you mean poop when you see a needle? Nice and, tidy? and clear yeah, yeah, and tidy. Yeah. 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 There's no, it takes yeah. it all the guesswork. Fiber. 12 grams of fiber. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of fiber. That is. Um, that's, someone say too much. <laughs> yeah. But okay. was that we're back from wicked? Well, that was a wicked reference. Yeah, it's wow. the, the melody from is. the ooh ah ah like ooh ah when she's wicked. But isn't this also? Isn't that part? Uh, wasn't it like kind of off the cuff? Like doesn't it sometimes apparently not she wasn't supposed to do it, and then in rehearsals they kept saying no, just like do a clean belt, and then she did it on the opening night and yeah. it stayed. But I don't believe that because. The cast recording is always done before the musical comes out, right? No. Oh. They don't do a cast recording until the musical is successful. I think they hold off until everyone knows it so well. Oh. And then people want to okay, buy it. Okay, then that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And then Idina never sounded as good uh. live as she did on the cast recording. But let's get back to y'all I've doing I've never live. seen Wicked, I want to say. I, I just went. That's it's one of those It's definitely worth it, but it's, it's so great. very You live long. in New York. It's very long. It's I've almost three hours. Time. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, and you but would all know musicals if you were... are that long. All Not anymore. Like... The old ones are, but the new ones are new all. New ones are like 90 minutes. 90 minutes really? or two out. Like yeah. 90 minutes with a 30 minute intermission or something. Let me ask you. I try to get people in and out. Yeah. One of Roddy's other creative projects, of many, is you write opera. <gasps> yeah. How long are your operas? The opera that I wrote, because it was specifically like we brought it to Edinburgh for uh-huh. that um, Fringe Fest. Fringe Fest? <gasps> and they have like, uh, it's like a time frame. Right. It's like conveyor belt of like one venue will have like 20 shows in one day and every person that's up there has like 15 minutes to set up, 15 minutes to break down, an hour for the performance. So I geared my that opera, the Sasquatch opera, to be an hour long. Okay. Prove our point. Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. It was what a, is this about? Genius? So good. It's the, such a fun story. The log it's line really, is really, really good story. Is this the one that you went up to Hudson Valley to work on? No, no, no. no but different. similar people. Yeah. There's like ah. connection. Because um, Christine was in that, right? Christine was in the original version. Colin Self was in. Do you know who Christine. Colin Self is? Christine. Christine, Christine with two E's? Yeah. 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 Oh! <laughs> I had her play the like uh, it's a. You fan- took that crazy bitch to Edinburgh. She didn't go. She wouldn't go to Edinburgh. She didn't. She probably because she couldn't find a passport. It was too small potatoes in. for her. She's at in that the point. No what? List. Yeah, kind of. A big Fringe no. festival performance. Too small potatoes. Well, I mean, she had done Fringe the past, yeah. the previous. Two oh, years, right, right. So she right. wasn't going to go back as like a secondary character in a weirdo <laughs> opera. She was like, nope. 
And I was like, absolutely. And I found someone better. Gag. Ah! You hear Gag. that, bitch? <laughs> How about those tears from your pussy? <laughs> right. Um, good, good one. one. <laughs> Dipper. I, wa- I have some questions about d- touring with Dipper. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun, yeah. You hate him? <laughs> well, we never watched his set, so I don't really... Ah! <laughs> I'll tell you, at the end of my set uh, this past Monday in San Diego, Joey was just holding up his middle finger at me <laughs> while I was really? Because Dipper has the gag of his last song. It's a genius. Uh, where which one is like, The crowd involvement. The, the audience the money participation. In he goes for audience participation. It's a big long setup. Like not I need a you, uh, not as you no have some no no long no no, no. Let yeah. him say long. I will believe long over short any day. We're not talking. long. I mean, it's it was like, like it, yeah, it works it's really not, well. Yeah. It's like I really want you Maybe guys to like. Too long. I, I, can can I pro, can you guys promise you're gonna get on board with this? I need everyone to get involved. And then everyone says yes. Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, you got to put money down my pants. <laughs> That's the involvement. It's and then tips. and so the reason why I flicked him off is because. A minute into the song, because it takes a second for the crowd to get warmed up and like go to the ATM or go to the bar to get right. changed. Also, whatever. no one has cash. No one ever has yeah. cash. <laughs> and then it's like like hornets swarming a hive. I, I've seen, there's like 20 people around Dipper just waiting to put money in his jockstrap. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, hundreds of dollars in the matter of a minute. No, no, no. How much money? No, don't give them hundreds. Thousands. Maybe 20. There was like, no, no, no. fill up a no. whole gas there were like, Let's not yeah. pump him up. No. Did you just say thousands? No, I was kidding. <laughs> Kidding, kidding. But when you were in Seattle and you just like dropped yeah. everything, like yeah. there were like twenties and yeah. fifty dollars. Like, it, it was insane. at least one hundred and fifty dollars. Those tech people up in Seattle were dropping. <laughs> they had, yeah. yeah, they all oh, hit yeah. me with twenties. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh God, no, normally crazy. this is normally it's about like thirty-five to forty bucks, which usually like when I would do shows in New York at a bar, it would be like I can go to the bodega, get a sandwich, and take a cab home, mm-hmm. and that's like with you know like it's. Yeah, and that was free money that just sort of turned. We keep into... talking about bodegas. We need to do a New York show because I need to go to a bodega. Let's do real a New bad. York show. We could do a live show in New York. <gasps> Why wouldn't you? Oh, it, it would be fun. So, yeah, we, yeah. We'll, t- we'll talk. People we'll talk. We could do it out back at Metro or at the Rosemont, somewhere on a patio, daytime. Oh, Rosemont daytime. Yeah, that would be fun. So, so here's what's my question it like about traveling with your boyfriend. <laughs> yes, I want to know about this because you. I want to about... answer your question first, though. You be most question. <laughs> Touring with Dipper. Oh, right, right, right. I. I think that, and I'm not just trying to be sweet, I, I think that Dipper is super smart and he combines a lot of elements of a lot of queer things and he puts them all into his show and it's super smart. Like the money thing, is, I was flicking him off to be funny, but it was mm-hmm. just like, I was doing it because it's like, you're genius. Yeah. Like you're taking this like sort of drag thing, but you're not doing drag. Right. But it's like that part of drag that's like, give me fucking cash right now in my, <laughs> in my chalk strap, whatever, <laughs> or go, go boy, like yeah. whatever it is. And it, to me, it's just super smart. And like his lyrics are, are, are great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he puts a lot of thought into it. So I I enjoy It's so fun that we don't always get to play with queer people. So and we've never really toured consistently with anybody. We played a couple of shows, but never, um, you know, more than like one or two and uh, with other queer people. So it's just it was cool to have somebody consistent on the show. And like, I think when we saw him in San Diego, it was like, oh, Damn, missed you. Yeah, because we had done yeah. like four shows together and then had taken the, like a yeah. week off. They went yeah. to uh, South By. And yeah. it's a tough oh. task. 
you getting up on that stage like by yourself because <laughs> we're with your like, computer, which may or may not work sometimes. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, it's that. But most it's just that. like there's not like a whole like this is our first shows. Like, yeah, there's not a ton of people there. So Dipper gets up there and has to like everyone is just sitting there like stone faced, yes. like and not it's having not a club. it. Yeah, not it's at a having bar. it. It's but a bar. He works it yes. like hard from beginning to end, and by the end, yeah, by that last song. Everyone is putting money down his pants. Yeah. So and that's it, yeah. kudos to you. Like, you well, really yes. went over the crowd. Okay. And for us, it was such a perfect, <laughs> it was such a perfect, like, opener. Because, yeah. like, by the time we got on stage, everyone's, like, loose and, like, yeah. woo. It's fun. Over. I, you know, like, sonically, I wouldn't 100% put us together. But I also think, right. like, People have way more like uh, varied palettes when they like music, and yeah. I think it like really works. And I would, I feel like there's a future when we can like do this again. Arenas. We want to get Where away. Arenas, yes, yeah, we're yeah. doing. I mean, like literally in two days. Yeah, <laughs> I think we, when Tomorrow. we're looking oh, at like what man on man is, like we had when before we put out our record, we started like this this kind of group called Chosen Family, and it was like. We created this like email list of, and we paired people up to be pen pals. So it was mm-hmm. like you could be a pen pal with somebody in like, you know, Scotland, whatever. And we just match all these people up. But there was this con that started to inform kind of like the decisions we want to be making later on as we start playing more shows. It's like we want to have things at our shows that don't make sense exactly, just because it's not a rock band or whatever. Right. It's like we want to have somebody come in and perform a scene from their play that they're working on or like somebody come and sell their zines that they're that they do like i don't want our shows to be like okay it's three queer rock bands right like it should feel diverse and yeah. weird and like not make sense it's definitely more of a family vibe that way yeah. a queer yeah. family vibe and that was our sort of like that was where we, what we were aiming for one of my favorite things is at the start of the show they both like they they dress in matching uh, outfits, which is amazing. Every show, and then they also start. They like gear up. They get their like guitar on or whatever, and it's it it like what what do you call that when it's like the song hasn't started but there's sound happening. Feedback. Is it all just feedback? Yeah, just guitar feedback. So it's just sort of like, you know, like the sound of the beginning of a rock show. Uh And then they just like lean in, look at each other, and they give each other a kiss. And then they like start the the song. It's really a rad way to start the show. Super gay shit. There's always a fun with, what I love about our project is like we do, we have a lot of softer, sensitive songs in the record, but we go heavy as well. I like being real faggy with the heavy stuff because mm-hmm. it's like you don't own this shit. Like the straight guys don't own this music. Like I can play guitar just as heavy as other straight big rock bands, but like I want to be super gay while I do it. Yeah. You know? And your lyrics are pretty and gay too. Are. And I am super gay when yeah. I do it. You see these lyrics, people? Yes. Let's take a look at these lyrics. <laughs> these are from Daddy. This is from a song called Daddy. Now, you can find this on Lyrics.com. <laughs> Thanks, Lyrics.com. I took a ride to your house. I pulled your shorts down. I knelt before my swelling king. I took in everything. Okay. <laughs> he took a ride to my house. He pulled my shorts down. I knelt down before his swelling king, and he took everything. I gave him everything. Rode over on another day. I couldn't get enough. Your AC went away, so I showed you my stuff. So Daddy, can we keep it? How, what are your thoughts on that, Bball? Do you feel are you blushing a little? Mm. Swelling king. Swell my swelling king. Now where how, what inspires you? Is it just all dick and cock? 
You know, actually, that is like super, just like not even barely between the lines. It's very autobiographical. It's how we met. Like, we first met, and like uh, Joey came over to my apartment, and we like you know, sucked his dick. Yeah, and then there was like, honestly, like the next day you came over, the air conditioning wasn't working. It's all like just like that's what was happening. It was silly. I mean, and we weren't like just obsessing <laughs> over the lyrics and like you know referencing it was just like yeah we were just sort of singing and yeah we just like, well, yeah the whole course of that song is just sort of like how we met and how we started and then the song goes into like on the the 21st was on a saturday like that's when we left new york and drove across the country it's all like i mean being at the place we were at the point when we were writing those lyrics i think we were I was anyway, I can just speak for myself, super fragile and just kind of basic bitch, just like writing like what was happening. Yeah. And who we were and what we were to each other, like in a real tangible ways. Wait. At that moment. So how long had y'all been dating before the California trip? Before you not even a year. Yeah. Oh, I thought y'all had been together for a very long time and then started that. Yeah. But you're you I mean you had that kind of relationship where you locked him pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, what happened is like judging. I met him. Yeah. Right. I met him right before my. my yeah. Who, I me? met a, a Can you guys shut up? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I no, told you that would be fun. I <laughs> met him right before my mom had passed away, and so it was super support, super quickly, and so we knew each other for like a month, and then I left to go to Georgia for like two and a half months. But that's where our relationship really started forming hardcore because we were texting every day, calling every day. And it was all about And Joey was going through the, such hard stuff. Like yeah. his mom was dying in Georgia. His his dad had passed away some years ago. So he kind of knew like oh. how to handle a, a parent, you know, dying kind of situation. This is so fun, isn't it? Um, but it, but he was it was just super supportive. And then when COVID happened. It was in this like, and I mean, I was mourning as well. So after my mom had passed away, Roddy was just like super supportive and, and just great and like just a safe place for me. And so when COVID happened, it did honestly feel like we were together for way longer than we were. Mm-hmm. And, then it, yeah. and then also like not to take Roddy's story, but his mom actually did pass away a few months after we got there. And so like it was really just it was it was really our relationship has always come from a place of support. And so it does feel like we've done had to like a lifetime of stuff together in such a short amount of time. And then you add man on man onto that. It's like we're doing creative stuff. We're traveling. Yeah. We're putting out records and music yeah. videos. Da, da, da. It's like we've had so much under our belt in just like three years. We are you know? amazing. <laughs> we are. You're doing great. Well, yeah, I do. So okay. Great. So I want to. Th- Wait, I have a question first. Okay. How did y'all meet Dipper? When did that happen? Which one of you knew Dipper first? I met. Dipper in, in town Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I was dating under my ex-boyfriend. Under the docks. No. <laughs> under the docks. <laughs> we uh, were on the beach. Yeah. I remember. And you it was and just MG me and MG. like, yeah, we're there on the, We had mutual friends. And yeah. I just put down my towel next to you guys and we just started talking. Yeah. That's right. Oh. Yeah, that is so I long I don't let ago. anyone come that close to me. Especially not a stranger. <laughs> on the beach, and then, on the wow. sand. I'd be like, on the Sir. beach, on the sand. And, and then the I, beach. But we were all amongst, like, Pete. Oh, you, okay. You've been to P-Town before? No. It's such the vibe there. You would Everyone's be like the mayor like walking down the, the street. And you could hang out with Varla. I love Varla. Do you know Varla Jean Merman? I know who she is, but I don't know. I got a picture I got to show you. She sent me. Um, and how did you meet Dipper? Through Roddy. Through I, mean, Roddy. I saw I, the Wait, first Varla time. Varla Jean, is she our neighbor in P-Town? 
Is, is she far? the one that's on the scooter? Little or no, like a little that's, moped? Um, a Richfield. A yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. She's yeah, our yeah. neighbor there. Sorry, 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 She's sorry, so sorry, sweet. Really? We see her like when we we did smoke cigarettes no more. But when we'd be outside at like you know like no, one or two, they're big on the Nicorette. One They've or, been on the yeah. Nicorette the whole tour. One or two in the morning, like smoking a cigarette out front, like we'd see her like go by on her little <laughs> moped, you know, this yeah. little side street. She full drag, drag? Yeah, full drag, full drag, full drag. Yeah. a big like. 1950s like costume drag like yeah. crazy. She does the big black hair and the yeah, giant yeah, glasses. Yeah. yeah. Wait, which one's Varna? Varla. Varla. Uh redhead muscle daddy out of drag. High pitch voice, oh. operatic singing. I'm, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. I, I, I didn't remember. Possible pump dick. We don't know. You we gotta stop to putting things it. like that out of there. <laughs> Possible pump dick. <laughs> that, <laughs> that moniker. Yeah, that's great. Um, that was like, what I wanted to say was when we were talking about your lyrics, something I think is interesting is like, I always think of rock music as serious, even a fun, good time vibe. Like lyrically, it's often, I don't know, serious. Like there's not a lot of jokes. There's not as much wordplay mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, and so what I love is that you guys are a wall of sound. You sound like the fucking record when you're, when you're live, it, it, it sounds so great. You're singing um, truthfully from the heart and you're singing about a swelling king and sucking mm. dick and sometimes when I get really sexual in my songs I feel like it has to be tongue in cheek that it mm -hmm. has to be kind of like oh the the like um, the oddity is that I'm a faggot or mm. the funny thing is that I'm talking about eating ass but it's like we do faggotry and ass eating in yeah. a very serious yeah. way in our lives so yeah, it doesn't right. need to be a joke on stage yeah. and that's what i really appreciate about what that's you guys cool. do noted that's yeah. an interesting noted. element for us though like you know like noted. always <laughs> cool <laughs> dick and that's sex bad. is always such like a punchline like, yeah we talk right? about that a lot and i like that is fun to do it in a serious way or in a way that's like weightier than yes you know a punchline well and heavy. we also have had interviews heavy balls. we've had we've had interviews with like straight balls. like journalists and i i mean straight up i've gotten like heated i'm like it's not a fucking joke right like i i think that like straight person people seeing like two you know bigger hairy guys not 12 years old and fucking underwear they're like ha 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 yeah, and I'm like, uh -huh. oh, so Will Ferrell can like kiss like a co-star on SNL with like full tongue, and it's so fucking funny. But then like when you see us do it, it's like has to be ironic or like weird. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like when anybody even gets in that territory. It's like someone saying like, oh, it's I saw your video, it's really funny. Yeah, and it's like first of all, it's not up to me to decide what you think of our video. Like if you think it's right. funny, whatever, I get it. Maybe you felt uncomfortable. Yeah, and maybe the way that you emotionalized that was to laugh or to think it's funny. But like, we didn't make Daddy to be funny, you know, or to be fucking hot and sexy. Right. It was just we were quarantining and having, yeah. and we were having fun. But it wasn't like this sort of like we're gonna make you laugh now, and it was. And I think like we we're talking to a lot of straight like people, and even like the other night we were playing a show, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just really fun to have like LGBT people at our bar, you wow. know, and like your your music is so funny." And it's a, like a straight person, yeah. And it's like, I hate when what's funny say about that. it. Yeah. And and again, he was if like, it's yeah, funny. Was it's like, funny. I'm not mad at people thinking it's yeah. funny, but when straight people specifically like <laughs> yeah. try to make it this thing, because what they're saying is. 
it's not so serious. Right. They're saying it's you're not a novelty. real. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And they you're don't realize like the, how much work. You're a cartoon. Yeah, you're the yeah. goof of the night. Yeah. 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 And thanks for providing us that. It's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So well, I, don't, I don't love that. Well, well, well what I'm I know I'm fine. I know I'm a fucking goof when I show <laughs> yeah. up. But you All guys right. also work really hard on what you're doing. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it, it's funny because you worked a lot to figure out what is funny. It's not just you're you're gay, so that's funny. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, because well, there's a lot of unfunny. Funny. That's enough. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of unfunny gay people, too, though. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And people think just because they're gay, they're smart and funny. Yes. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, usually they are. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of dummies in L.A. I don't know. I give a lot of leeway to the gay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's let's. Oh, take let's a take a break. And we're back. Before we get into our next segment, I think we were getting to this conversation earlier um, about touring and being on the road together. Oh, yeah. Wait, I never got to the bottom of it. Are y'all fighting all the time now? Or is it... You're, I know you're working on yourself in therapy. Is that helping? Is it more stressful? Is it adding you know, a lot to this new relationship? I've missed a lot of sessions, honestly. I've only really had one session <laughs> on the road. But... Are uh, two? I love that. Uh, maybe I'm I doing therapy. It's really fantastic. Well, we did a lot. I did one. Yeah. So. To be fair, his therapist did cancel one week on him. Okay. So it's not yeah, just yeah, yeah. Look at the support. Yeah. But it's like no, Couldn't it's surprising. <laughs> like when Joey was just talking about like all the shit that we do, like the decisions that we make and what we're doing on a daily basis. It's a lot to ask of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. And you drove, you played shows in South by Southwest all yeah. week and then drove 15 hours to Phoenix, played a show, and then drove to San Diego the next day. I mean, right. your tour example, schedule is rigorous, and the two yeah. of you are doing all the driving. Example number one. There's so many examples like that of like extenuating, like crazy, like decisions we make and weird things. But that said, I feel we get along really well. <laughs> we honestly that and I'm not we're not just saying that because we're on a pot like we really do like just laugh a lot. We're mm-hmm. really chill. Like we don't want to talk. We don't talk. There's no pressure to like. I think we you could talk or it, not talk gets, for hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good one. Like it gets soup. heated like when we have to What's make decisions. From? It's from Best in Show. Best yeah. in show. Oh, yeah. Jennifer yeah. Coolidge. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We both have things in common. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Split pea soup. We yeah. both split pea soup. Mm, yeah. All right, sorry. No, that's fine. You guys want to interrupt anymore? Jennifer Coolidge quote. You said you listened. You know that's coming. You knew, what was you going knew on. we were going to interrupt you the whole time. I love being interrupted. You're um, welcome. But no, he. Uh, yeah, I think we get the things get heated when we're together when we have to um, make decisions that we haven't made together before. Mm. And, like, I find that when we have to revisit, like, a new thing, like, a merch thing or a video or every time we do something, it's a little new. It's a little weird at first. And then, like, once we have to revisit a a variation of that decision, it just gets easier and easier. Right. So I think where we function usually is, like, it's usually mostly chill. We just laugh. We listen to podcasts. Yeah. It's really easy. Our we haven't been fighting. We maybe no. had a couple little things. But it's mainly, again, like, it's just, it's because we just need alone time. It's yeah. like, he's not doing anything, you know? Like, I hope I'm not doing anything. It's just like, oh, maybe. 
I mean, shit happens. Like, 24 hours a day, like, absolutely. Like, we're stepping on each other's toes and, like, getting annoyed. Yeah, because when um, the pandemic first happened and me and my boyfriend started having to just be in the same house, all life partner, all the time, that's when I was like, oh, this is it, 24-7 <laughs> for three months, and then it was, like, a year, and then it was two years. I was just like, oh, we have go? to, like, oh, it's pretty good. We've figured it out. Yeah. But there was fights. Yeah. Well, and okay, do fine. you remember this? No, you guys were fights. you guys were driving on the road across country. But do you remember right in the beginning of March, like the internet was slow in all the big cities because there truly wasn't like the companies. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like they can control how much internet is out oh, there yeah. in the world. And mm. everyone was at home and everyone was doing their podcast right. at home and trying yes. to stream movies. Yeah. And everyone's internet was slow. And we yeah. were trying to like remotely podcast and it was all fucked up. And so I would have to ask my roommate to like not be online. And when he was teaching his fucking improv mm-hmm. classes over yeah. Zoom, I had to not be offline. And that was like a big thing with like video game streaming and shit like well, that. Well, yeah, because my boyfriend likes it. My partner likes to play video <laughs> games online where he can like talk to people, but also he was bully f- f- seventh graders. No, like thirty year old straight men. He like fights with them. It's wonderful. And then um, he was also working for Disney XD like remotely from home, so he was like up- uploading huge files, and we like couldn't get better internet because in Los Feliz there's only Spectrum, so we would fight yeah. over that a lot. And then the screaming, the podcast screaming. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like when uh, he doesn't we like scream the on the show. But I can do it here. Right, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your life partner doesn't like the screaming on the podcast? No. When he's at the house. When I'm recording partner. at the house. Because I'll be upstairs in my office and he's like, I can hear you all the way downstairs in the front. Oh, oh, oh. When he's like in it's the same loud. space. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But back to like improv Zoom class. That is sounds Doesn't insanity. that sound horrible? horrible. I had a friend taking an acting be... class on Zoom. I was like, you're not going to learn anything yeah, on, how Zoom? Could you... on Zoom. Well, I can understand improv, like... especially like improv on Zoom. It doesn't what? make any sense. Because no. you're like, there's no, a you delay. No, you go. But that's. Yeah. I, I want to take improv classes in New York, but they're only offering them on Zoom, so I shouldn't do it. You no. got to hold off. You got to hold off. Wait hold till off. someone's like doing them in the park. It's going to be like, by the time we get home, it's going to be happening. You will yeah, get in back improv. Okay. And you will be yes-anding your little heart out. <laughs> yeah, what are the, yes, yes. what's the routing on your tour? Because you literally are covering the entire country, and then when yes, do you sir. go to the UK? Or you go to Europe or something? Yeah. We do in uh, May. May. Beginning. I mean, we come, you're just gonna miss we, me. Well, we come home. We're you're gonna be in Europe. Yes, in the UK. Oh shit! But when do you come? I'd, I'd hate to. <laughs> no, it's again. it's really fine. Um, <laughs> Can we take May a break? Night. No, just one more break. No, nope. we will take um, one more, but I we can't go take for it a walk. Yet. <laughs> um, no, we get home in like a week or so, week and a half, and then we have like ten days off, and then we have to make up a tour. Um, we get to make up a tour that we had to cancel. Uh, in January so we do East Coast Southeast for like two weeks and then we come home for another 10 days and that's when we go to Europe for a few oh, weeks wow on their first music when do you it's go called to a grind bitch oh, when you get going? on it no I'm April 10th through the 20th she's doing uh, a Halloween tour Halloween tour in April oh I knew this yeah yeah taking Jesus back that's great um, are you excited <laughs> I, yeah, a little nervous because it seems like it's just wild over there. It seems like yeah. the wild, wild west. Totally. And it seems like their numbers are going up. I don't know. Let's not talk about COVID. It's going to be wild. Let's do our next There's segment. There's no hospitalizations. Let's just end with that. There's no hospitalizations. Well, I'll be hospitalized. <laughs> so you'll be the first. Alcohol poisoning. All right. 
Now it's time for food break. So now that we're recording in person again, we uh, decided to bring back our food break segment. And these were sent to me. Do you remember when Latrice did that her <gasps> nut campaign? Yes, Latrice had nuts. So this is that same company. <laughs> and the, I'm now like on their PR list. So they sent these to me. Joey, what does the, the box say there? It says squirrel nuts but, since 1888. Hawaiian macadamias coated with honey, good. butter, and Valencia orange. Yes. Do you think oh, that sounds good? Yeah, yeah it really sounds good. It's no. too sweet for you. It sounds bomb. You like savory? Yeah. I like uh, Well, it has like a touch of nutmeg one. as well, it says. Which is sweet. Yeah. Oh, here you go. All right. So, um, time out. Food break part? is just us um, exploring this new snack and yeah. assessing. Yeah. Understood. There you go. <laughs> Noted. No. You don't like those meatballs? No. Too sweet for you. Ooh. There's just some off. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? I think the it's microphone? the orange. Yeah. Are they like fully a sponsor? No. Uh, yeah, they're not good. <laughs> no, I don't think that's good. It tastes weird. It's Actually, the orange. You know what I will say? It just doesn't taste as strong as it maybe looks like on the label. Like it kind of just tastes like a macadamia, but there's like some weird. When do you want this to be spicy? Like when I do you want like it a to little... not be sweet. I would like a Cajun style. Yes. A Cajun macadamia. What do you think, I'm sure there's different versions of them, right? This yeah. is just the orange. This is just the orange flavor. You know, I like it. This I'm okay with it. I know. This I don't is mind it, actually. It's a good I don't mind it. It's one I, of those things, like, if we were in the car and I had one, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. And then I would eat the whole thing. Eat like, the whole know, damn bag. Just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah, like, I want to go back. I, I like them. Oh. I, because I, I was expecting, because I was reading the ingredients, and I was like, oh, it's going to be like a power punch of flavor. But now I'm like, mm -hmm. and, I, and it wasn't really there, but now I'm like, oh, it's good, actually. I would go for a second. I would have taken a plane. I would have just taken a plane. I still am not a fan Squirrel of that. Squirrel nuts. Afterwards. Great. My favorite Great. thing was when Latrice was, like, I I was listening. I, was she on your podcast? She was she on our podcast She was on something, once. but she was explaining. She also has her own podcast. Like, well, how she got the deal. And she's like, you know what? I love nuts. And I just, <laughs> and it was just like. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who doesn't love nuts? Yeah. Some, the, so all the weird. people with like, the nut it just allergy. Made, it made oh, so true. much sense because like, I love nuts. <laughs> it's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> I thought she got the deal because of get those nuts away well, from she, my face. She did. And the second layer to that is that she, she in just fact just loves, loves nuts. <laughs> yeah. Which was amazing. I was like, great. Do you know on planes they don't She's they do almonds now? Right. Because of, of allergies? Yeah. People have almond allergies. Because the no, the no. peanuts, the peanut dust in the air is problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, problematic. I guess I'm gonna be buying my own peanuts. You can't, you're not supposed to bring them on the love, plane, people. <laughs> Who's gonna stop me? TSA. I don't know. All right, let's take a break and then we'll return with our final segment. And we're back. <laughs> and now it's time for our final segment. Which is called Fuck Talk. Yeah. Yes. Y'all fucking? <laughs> What's, are you too yeah. exhausted after the show to fuck? You know, sometimes. No. But no, we fuck. Yeah, we, we definitely, definitely fuck. fuck. But it is a different vibe. Like finishing that show like the other night, that fucking Zebulon show. I've never sweat so much mm -hmm. as I have that night. Did we have sex after that show? I don't think so. I think, no. 
Yeah, they you guys uh, work up a much. sweat on the show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different kind of exhaustion. Before. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. almost like we're strategizing, thinking about is there a better time in the day we could have sex with? Oh, we, we fucked the next morning energy? after Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Oh anyway. Um yeah, we have sex. Mm-hmm. Why? You wanna watch? Yeah, <laughs> I do have a question though. Yeah, I would when watch. you when I would you watch launched, that. like Roddy, you've been in a number of bands. You've also released projects, Joey. Yeah, I was in a Christian band. What about it? <laughs> Wait, what? I was. Yeah, yeah, I really was. What Christian band? It was an indie rock Christian band called Cool Hand Luke, and I um, were you the lead? I was the the guitar player. Mm-hmm. No singing. I, I did the background, but just played guitar. Anyway, go ahead. Did well, I ever tell you, you about the time that a valet changed all of my radio stations to Christian rock stations? No. Whoa. I love that. Committed. I, and I've left it. It's <laughs> yeah. just there. Did you, <laughs> great. Did you get saved? Didn't work. Oh, Made same. me gayer, in fact. Yeah. Sucked his dick. No, I just <laughs> don't understand what his thought process was. And also, that means he was in my car just going station by station. Like multiple changing, stations. And it's multiple Christian stations. Well, it's too. easier it's to not change. just all one Girl, station. Girl, and it probably just wasn't your car. It's probably yeah, all the cars. Exactly. It's probably yeah, that specific valet's mission from God That's to yes. get everybody Location. listening. Because yeah. it's easier to change the radio stations than it is to actually love someone. You know? That's true. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spit hot fire. <laughs> Good one, Joey. Wow. Um, what I was going to say is when you launched promo for Man on Man, a lot of the photos are in your underwear. Mm-hmm. You're kissing in the daddy video. Mm-hmm. I mean, and in a couple of your videos, you're showing off a lot, maybe mm-hmm. more body than you have in the past. Sure. Do you now feel like newly sexualized in the public eye? Yes, I do. I do too. It was a liberating, empowering thing to sort of put that out there. Yeah. It did feel weird though. We talked about this a lot, like going on tour and playing shows. Like I think what we put out there initially sort of set a precedent. Yeah. And like people are coming to the shows, like a lot of it will be like, when are you going to take your shirts off? Mm -hmm. And I guess so. Like that's what we kind of promise in our initial sort of like presentation of who we are. So people show up and they want to see us fucking or grinding or yeah. shirtless and we just kind of lead with the music sit on which... that guitar arm yeah <laughs> what <laughs> we I, <laughs> I, made a joke. Oh, I was like you fist <laughs> i never have fisted nor have oh. i been fisted wow i've only seen it. i have fisted but i've never i've been only seen fisted. it a few times i it's really yeah it's beautiful fine stuff. by me you guys are into fisting, both of you? I yes, am. I'm not. Yeah. Keep it away from my hole. Yeah. Me- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Meatball is fascinated by the idea. Yeah. I participate. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of fisting conversations. Yeah, on we the had show. a live fisting show on the pod. Yeah, we did a mm. live stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Do people proposition you guys a lot at the shows? Yeah, usually on the apps, they will be like, great show. What are you guys up to? Like, you know, whatever. And you're like driving but, 15 hours yeah. to Phoenix. We, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you ever hook up with your groupies? We we haven't. Have we? Yeah. No. Ooh, never yeah. Oh, actually, I think there was open. one person who was pretending not to be like in the know, but totally showed up like a little too like knew what was up. Like he was yeah. just referencing things that he saw. Like, oh, you guys make music, and like you know, it's like uh huh. And then it was just like <laughs> I just felt a little like uh, he kind of. I think he knows what's up, but um. Not really. I feel I I don't I would hook up with somebody who likes their band. I mean, it's not like why wouldn't you? But um, 
It doesn't happen. I a know lot. why you wouldn't, or why I wouldn't. Like that was always no, the case I would. for me. Like I in a band, like groupie. I don't know if I would. It's a weird dynamic to have sex and get dirty with someone who's like into you for that reason. Yeah. It's like it sets a weird precedent in the like. I don't. I would prefer a neutral person who doesn't know anything that we. Well, so would I. Just like, I w- I'm just saying, like, if someone knew who our band was, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be like, oh, then we can't hook up. So maybe I'm saying groupie in the wrong way. Like, yeah, if there's like super fan, like, definitely not gonna hook up with super fan. Yeah, but if someone like knew our band, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. And it also depends yeah, on same. how hot they are. Let me tell you, there was a guy. That's sure. very true. It's yeah. so <laughs> fucked up. There was a guy in San Diego on Monday night who I invited a friend of mine. Um, or uh, a friend of mine texted me and said, hey, I'm in San Diego and my friends are coming to your show. I had no idea. I'm going to come out. So they came to the show. They all bought merch afterwards. They were all talking to me about the show. And then the hottest friend in their friend group DM'd me or uh, messaged me on Scruff and was like, um, he said, great show. Wolf times 100. And I was like, where are you? Like, I'm, me- yes. like, I'm like, you know all these <gasps> the people. Thirst. You came yeah. to the show. But I'm like, you're fucking smoking hot. I yeah. was like, immediately like, what's going on? Here's my hotel information. Was he at the show? Yeah. Which Did you hook up with him? No. Which one was he? I'm just kidding. He was, well. Name um, names. Name names. Remember that cowboy looking guy? Oh, yeah. He was like tall. With the long beard. Yes. And had the shit eating grin when he came up and put money in my fucking yeah. house. It was... And then he watched your show from the outside, from the outside like yeah. staring yes. at it the whole it was time. So creepy. I would... And I was like, he's so hot. And then he never, I tried to like look at him and wave at him and try to get him to come talk. And he just stayed outside the whole time. I think he was like a deeply closeted, like California country guy. I yeah. thought that at first, but then when Dipper did his um, trick. He came up and oh yeah, put a twenty in your and panties the, or whatever. That's the trick he was that and then he pulled his dick out and he just started. I'm just <laughs> no, but he was very like free and easy with yeah. like being gay and playing that. Yeah, but that surprised that me. That was interesting. But then I didn't see him after either. We were kind of. I was locking. Like, I, I would guy. like look at him through the window of like the smoking section behind the bar, mm-hmm. and it was just like, "Are you gonna come in and watch?" This but thing? he was like glued to the show. Yeah. Weird. Weird. I love love. I have one. <laughs> I have one final question about wait. Um, we're not. We're done with fuck talk. Boyfriend sex. Yeah. What do you have more? Do you have, do you have more? some? Good I fuck really want to tell my story. Oh, oh tell yeah. it. The reason why is because every time I listen to this podcast, every time I hear you guys talk about this shit, I'm like, I want to tell my sex story. Like that's that's my Let's second time. It. Okay. So, <laughs> the second time I ever had sex with the male, I met him on a website that does not exist anymore. I have no idea what it was called. Um, Cut to me. 19. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm just kidding. No, I was 19. Drop and dead it's like, fucking yeah. gorgeous. Twink, probably. <laughs> but not really. Um, and I, so this guy was like, let's go have dinner first. And I was like, deep Christian still. Like, deep, like, oh my gosh. This is, what if someone sees us? But I was like, okay, whatever. So I drove to see him. We have dinner. And he's like, let's go back to my place. And I was like, great. And I had a really shitty car. Like it was, was he like, handsome? Just a quick. He was handsome. Okay. Yeah. Like Are you jealous? For sure. <laughs> no, I just want to know. I just want the backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say I would not hook up with him now, Ooh. but like he was handsome enough. Okay. And so <laughs> I had a really shitty car, and it barely made it to the restaurant. And so he's like, "I'll drive us to my house." I was like, "Okay, great." And so I know, like, all of the red flags. Whoa. But we get to this house, and he has, like, 90 cats. Like, he had, like, this pretty nice house, but there's cats everywhere. And his house smelled terrible. It was it was terrible. So we start getting to it, and he's, I guess he's sucking my dick or something, but I smell poo. 
And I looked over on the pillow, and it's also one of his cats was on the bed too. No, and there was like a like a splattered shit on his pillow next to where my head was, and I was like, and I was like, oh my gosh, your cat like shit on the pillow. So this is a different poo story, by the way. And he like looked. He's like, what? He's like, oh my gosh, and just like it was nothing, like whatever. Did he move the pillow? Yeah, yeah, move the pillow, whatever. I'd get off the bed. So, I, like maybe a few minutes later, we're having sex. And I smell poo again. And I'm not versed enough to know, like, I mean, I, I, I wasn't, if it was him, I wouldn't have been judgmental because it's an asshole. Uh-huh. Even then, I wouldn't have been judgmental. Like, I know it's yeah. the right thing to say now, but, like, it was like, yeah, it's a butthole. But I was like, oh, my God, his cat shit somewhere else. Like, what's going on? I looked over to my right, and on the bedspread, there was more shit. And I was like, oh, my God. I stopped. It's like, your cat, like, shit on this side of the bed, too. And so he strips the sheets, which was weird because I was like, but I think I would have seen this. Yeah. And then he gets back on me. He's riding me. I'm on my back. And then I smell more shit. And then I look down and I'm just covered in shit. <gasps> oh! Covered in shit. <laughs> and I go, I was like, is this you? Is this your shit? And he's like, well, I just did an enema like right before we had sex. He's like, but I don't think it is. And I was like, I'm literally covered in your shit. Like, it's all over me. So at this point, I'm not so nice because, I, I again, I, this is my second time. So I get him off of me, and I go to the shower, and I dump, like, all of the, the body wash into my hands, like, you know, a and gallon it's of shit. Yeah. And I'm, it's, and it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's all brown. Gotcha. <laughs> but I, I wipe it all off, and then I, uh, and I'm, like, taking a 20-minute hot shower, and because it, it was like, oh, my God, this like guy shit all over me, like legit shit all over me. And and I'm putting the pieces together and I was like, I think this was his shit all over the bed. And then I get out and he was like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I guess it was me. It wasn't the cat. And I was like, OK. And I'm putting clothes on at this point. I'm just like, you know, whatever. And he's like, well, can I at least suck you off? And I was like, no, <laughs> I, I'm not I like completely could not get hard right now. And so then. He, I was like, I need to get back to my car, right? So this whole thing happened. I'm a little oh, mortified. Yeah. And oh, by yeah. the way, this is not kink shaming. I just was not prepared for all of this. You didn't have the shit conversation. On the bed and on the pillow, everything. It was just. I, I, how was it on the pillow next to you? Was he like sucking your dick yeah, in like, like a 69 sure. yes. position? I think and what shit happened in, I think what happened in hindsight is like, it might've been his kink. And yeah. he was yeah, just kind of like leaving like notes. He was like leaving notes. He, he was like, yeah, yeah notes. Yeah. Here, a note. Here's a little yeah. note on yeah. my But Hello. I thought it was his cats. A like note for, to the for left, sure. a note to the right. But now that I but then now that I've done an enema before and I know when you should do an enema, et cetera, like he did it right when he got home and we got right to it. And so I think he was just like saving some treats. But oh, anyway. He was trying to flood you with yeah. shit. Yeah. And so then we still have to get back to my car. Cause I he drove me there, so it's super awkward, and he wants to suck me off, and I'm like, no, I cannot get hard to save my life, and then so we left his house, and driving back to my car, I was like, you know, I think this is God telling me that I'm not gay, oh, and no. I was like full on witnessing to him. I was like, you know, do you go to church? Do you know, like, have you, do you know, Jesus Christ? I was like, ah! yeah. 
it was insane. So that was my that was my fuck talk story. It might not be good. We can cut it out. But no, that no, was great. That's incredible. That, Are you I can't believe you were like yeah. witnessing to him. Yeah. Well, because I was, it was my second time. I don't my, know about that. It was that. my second time having different. sex, and I was already conflicted about being gay yeah. anyway. And like, I'm just, surprised you made it here after that experience. <laughs> well, I was like, and I was like telling God, I was like, yeah, I'm never gonna do this again. Like, cut to a week later, I'm like sucking dick again. Yeah, like, you know, whatever. But like, I was, I was full on like asking him about his church life, his background, and and I was telling him like, yeah, this experience makes me realize that homosexuality is a sin. Oh. And it was so, like, just super cringe. And like, he was like, baby, I was just trying to shit on baby, you. Baby, I just want to get poop yeah, on your exactly. dick. <laughs> he was like, uh, I'll find another he, willing uh, yeah. <laughs> Unwilling participant. Yeah, exactly. Unwilling. Honestly, yeah. And I mean, in hindsight, he was actually really gracious. Like, he wasn't, like, shut the fuck up, kid. Like, mm. what are you talking about? He was just like. It was conversational. And I think that well, he wanted to maybe some, maybe Well, he yeah, he was trying to suck your dick again. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. he got you, so he yeah. was going to let you get him with yeah, the Christ yeah. stuff. Exactly. He knew. And then you changed all of his radio stations. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and now he's a famous pastor in Seattle. Just kidding. Ah! Oh. <laughs> well, listen, you guys. Thank you so much Thanks for so much coming for on being the podcast. Hey, thank you for having so us. Fun. I love this space. I want to stay here. Yeah, it's, it's really, really nice. chill. It's really It sounds nice in here. Yeah, it does. It um, is a cool thing to be here for. I love your podcast so much, and I listen to it. I've listened to it for a while. And well, it's thank so you. cool to be here. It feels weird to be back in a room, like, interviewing people face-to-face. It's more fun, though. We were talking about this. When we're at home, we're on our computer screens, which we also do a bunch of other things on. Yeah. Obviously, oh, yeah, we have one the... time we had a bad guest, and I just started paying all my bills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, I was like looking at the screen and just not talking. <laughs> and obviously, we have our computers up. We have you know notes on an outline yeah. about this and and whatever. But yeah, it's really easy to get distracted at home. So I'm very totally. excited. That yeah, I'm glad to be back and focus. It yeah. ain't natural to be doing like Zoom podcasts. No, live. no, it sucks. Yeah, and Zoom drag. No, oh, thank you. Yeah. Zoom drag. Well, where could everybody find y'all? Yeah, and buy your music. Um, we're on the Instagram, Man on Man Music. We're finishing up this tour. We're doing an East Coast, Southeast tour uh, in April. Starts mid-April. We're starting in Brooklyn. And we do like Florida, and New Orleans. Tennessee, and Georgia. Yeah. You gotta take the fag where it needs shit. it. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to the UK in May. So find us at all of those shows. That's yeah. so incredible. Yeah, it's we're just like a new brand and or a new band, and you're already touring. Yeah, we're doing it. You're fucking doing it. Doing Thank it. you so much for listening to Slobby Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Slobby Pod. You can send us an email at Slobby Seconds Pod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213 536 Yeah. 9180. Our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spicy. It's Meatball, Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and TikTok. I'm Meatball the Drag Queen. Big Dipper Jelly on everything. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye! Hey, wait. I have a fun idea. What, faggot? Let, let's play uh, a song of your choosing. At the we'll end. play it at the end. So what song should we play? Um, <laughs> Something Christ-focused? Um, uh, let's play song? Daddy because yeah. we yeah. just yeah. yeah, let's do yeah. Daddy. All right, so this is Daddy by Man on Man. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I took a
forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom! Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.